Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode of Another Rider. Today we've got a reluctant guest in the house. We're calling Bob for argument's sake now to make him feel a bit more warm and fuzzy. But he's very interesting because he's doing football. Well, no, he's into football and he's doing this football podcast just being launched and he's going to tell us all about it. And he's also a gamer, so we've got a 24-minute journey and we're probably trying to get 20 minutes out of this at maximum time. So nice to have you here today, Bob. Thanks for having me. So tell us, let's start with... What kind of person were you when you were at school? Were you an outgoing, ingoing, introvert, out, uh, introvert? I would say I was more outgoing. Mm-hmm. I was more outgoing. Okay, that's good. But I'm my only child, so... Ah, so are you spoilt? I wasn't saying I was spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't saying I was spoiled. That's what they all say, the only children, the only children. But anyway, Bob, so how did you get into gaming? I've always liked gaming from when I was young. When I was younger, I've always like every every kid likes to play a computer. Your mum would say, after a certain time, get off of that. It's it's not a job. Uh, it's not it's not going to pay your bills. Like do your homework and stuff like that. But a couple okay. of years down the line, it's, gaming's actually an education. It's an education. Get, you can get a degree in it now. Really? So that, that's what I do. I go around schools and talk about how gaming can be not just not just a fun thing to do but you can actually have a career out of it so wait a minute let me try this I'm a bit old you're telling me you do 20 spend 27 grand to get a certificate to say you can play a computer game and then someone pays you even though you can play a computer game beforehand what there's, it's careers, so there's lots of careers in gaming. So it could be a videographer, it could be an editor, it could be marketing, it could be events in gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can put on gaming events. There's big gaming events going on that you could be putting on, and yeah, it's just it's basically like the educations are basically educations that are in place already, but it's more focused around gaming. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, that's very interesting. It's sitting in guilds approved and all of that. Yeah, oh, it's, but yeah, okay. That's so, what's your favourite game and why? I like FIFA. I'm a, I'm a big FIFA um, okay. gamer. I like a bit of Call of Duty. Um, yeah, those are my main two games. I had to stop playing. I had to get rid of my PlayStation. So, I, I, I'm very late in the game. I'm always the last one to the party. And I started to play Call of Duty. I'm ex-military. And I really got into it. Yeah. And I found I was like, there, it's 12 hours later. Yeah. And it's a bit like, you ever hear that song, that weed song, I got high, I yeah. forgot to pay child support. And <laughs> I said, you know what, I need to get rid of this game. And rid of this computer thing, or whatever you call it, PlayStation. Yeah. And since then, I've never owned a PlayStation. How long ago was that? This is some years ago. This was, um, this was, what was my last tour was 2010. So probably 2008. Okay. Yeah, yeah. because now nowadays there's it's very it's very interactive. It's not like you're just playing against the computer. You're playing against someone else. Yeah, it so was good. Have, yeah, it was good, but it was I had no self discipline. Yeah, it was too much. Yeah. yeah, I had to be honest with myself, and yeah. I don't do things in half. Yeah, it's very addictive the computer. So how do you manage? Talk about addiction. How do you manage addictions? You just got. 
I just think you just got to, you have to know yourself really. You have to know yourself, have to know your balance. And so basically a part of what I do, I have an agency and I, and I basically look after gamers and content creators and I deal with like brands and brand partnerships and getting them into esports teams, which is teams that they will compete for. For, for, for maybe like a year so I, I do lots of brand partnerships and what's sorts the e, of brands e, so e, e esports e is, is gaming but it's competitive gaming yeah but what does the EU mean represent electronic sports electronic yeah it's oh, electronic okay. sports but it's but it's there's gaming and then there's esports esports is more competitive tournaments mm -hmm. like you on that stage so I like I more like gaming than esports because mm -hmm. um, I think it's gaming's more of a fun thing to do. Esports is more of a pressure to it. Mm. So, so I suppose in your industry you don't need to travel all over the world then with what you do because no, it's, it's just all virtual. Yeah, it's very it's very virtual. But there's events that I go to. I just come back from like um, Germany, Cologne. Okay. One of the one of the big um, game festivals. So that was that was interesting. Lots of people from around the world. Lots of people in the sector of gaming, business, businesses, and just game, gaming lovers, really. What made you decide that you're going to do a gaming agency, and how long has it been around for? Well, I used to be. I used to like music, so I was more into music management. But um, my nephew, he's always been into. Like game, he's basically he's always been been into gaming, but he was very into like the FIFA stuff. So he was doing well in the FIFA stuff, but at the time, it wasn't it wasn't a place where you could make money. Like before lockdown, talking about gaming to like as an agent, it wasn't really something you could make money off. The only way I could basically see see making money is having. A, a client, a player, on your books, and them for them to win something, and for you to eat a percentage of that. So I just came to him one day, and I just said, "That this is good. What you got here is good. We just need to structure it. Let's not just be like more FIFA. Let's just be more gaming." But at the time, still talking to brands and trying to get get them into gaming you'll talk to a brand or you'll talk to someone at a football club and they'll be like gaming nah not really interested until like until Covid happened and everyone had to stay in and everyone everyone had to game so after Covid everyone that like nowadays my conversation of gaming people are more interested the more they know the more I want to talk about it and they're more interested because it's a market mm -hmm. the other part of what I do is like I said I go into schools and do workshops to say how basically show the kids that career is not just playing computer there's a career there's a career in it there's a I lot do, more to it yeah I also do I also put on events for kids to come and play mm -hmm. what's the name of your company for gamers sake for gamers sake yeah so that's so, f-o-r-g-4-m-e-r-s-a-k-e uh, and that was the number four? Yeah, that's the number okay. four after, so okay. G4. And that's where they find you on all the social media platforms? Yeah. TikTok, YouTube? Yeah. All, all, all of that? Okay. Or Forsake, or Forsake Esports. Forsake Esports. So that's number four, S-A-K-E, Esports. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, and for the people listening, those links will be down below when this episode is published so you can see what it's all about and hopefully turn up at Bob's thing and bring him lots more business even though he wants to stay behind the scenes. He's smiling now, isn't he? <laughs> He's smiling. So what has been the biggest challenge that you've had to overcome and that what you wish you knew when you had started? Well, I don't know, personally, I'll say, uh, when, I, when I was younger, I, I used to just get, get into trouble with stuff, and I didn't really, even though I was smart, I didn't, like, do my full potential. So after, when I did get, like, when I actually, like, calmed down and I actually saw, like, a different side to life where I thought everything was hard, hard for me. So for me to start a business, I think, oh, that's hard. But there's opportunities out there that you just, you might not know, you might not know about, or that you just have to just go out there and grasp and just look into it and just keep doing what you're doing if you have like a, a belief or a vision. Mm. So that's that's my biggest thing. So I feel like I've wasted years. That being said, what would you say to your 16-year-old self, and how old are you now? I'm 32 at the moment. Okay. Um, you look young? Yeah, try and keep, try and keep young. Um, what would I say to my 16-year-old self? Just stay focused, really. Stay focused. Like, like I'd always have a, have a goal and, and stick to your goal. Uh, keep on a journey, keep on your journey, and just, just keep on your path. Obviously in life, people distract you, things distract you, you distract you, you just have to stay focused on what you want in, in life. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good. What would you say, you speak to young people all the time, yeah. what would you say to a young person who wants to follow in your footsteps, become a major gamer, what's the kind of talk that you give them? Um, well, it depends what they want to do. If they want to actually be a gamer, I would just literally tell them the same thing, really. To just, like, if you know what, this is what you want to be. It's not easy, but if you put in the hours, the time, you'll get to where you need to get to. You become like a big brother kind of mentor in what you do from the sound of it. How do you deal with the parents and explain to the parents, no, let your child be on a computer game for like eight hours on Saturday <laughs> instead of doing any homework? Uh, that seems like a tough conversation because I know if you was come talk to me about my son, <laughs> I'd probably tell you where to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's a good question. It's, like, like I said, it's a career now. Like, these kids are making thousands, like, literally from their bedroom, just playing computer, streaming, like competing at tournaments, they're literally making thousands. It's actually a career, it's actually like a viable career. Um, but yeah, no, always always keep to your books because even though gaming might be what you want or what you see, you always got to have a plan B. Mm. After the gaming, a gaming career can, can be, it can vary on, the, on what you're doing in gaming, it can vary. So you'd always want something that you can fall back on in any walk of life. You always want something like a plan B. And yeah. Mm. 
Okay. Do you um, find kids, as in, like, you can go... Like, in the, I've, I've interviewed mu people in the music, uh, A&R industry, and what they do, they go online and see who's the latest and who's getting the most likes, whatever kind of genre of music they're uh, thinking. Is it the same with the gaming world? You can go on there and see what kid, like... Pokemon 3000, some name like that, and you see he's always winning at Call of Duty, so you kind of email him and say, hey, you ever thought about doing this professionally? Yeah, so, usually I'll, there's a there's a platform called Twitch. Okay. Um, people like to stream. I'm more, I'm, I'm more look at content creators, like people that make content, that live stream, than actual, like, players that are competing. But, Sorry, when you say content creators, I'm a bit confused because I'm picturing. So, so basically, like I, like I said before, game is gaming and esports. So esports is more competitive. So it's like you're challenging to be in a tournament, to win a tournament, etc. Gaming is casual. So I can be entertaining, not be so good at the game, but casually play on tw like for, on a Twitch or a U Twitch or a YouTube. And you could just like my personality oh, and yeah, the way I play I play the game. So that's more of a content creator. So mm. content creators have like a community. Yeah. So people are turning on. Um, so people that like they always they always watch that person. It's like a it's like a TV show. Yeah. So like, every day at four fifteen after school they switch it on for half an hour and they see they know this kid's gonna lose, but he loses in yeah, such like he a might, he funny might be good way. At the game, but he might not be like at. Com at competitive level, because oh. competitive levels are very, or they might not, just, or they might not just play it. For, they just might want to play it for fun. But uh, okay, yeah. so that's interesting. So that's like a bit like everybody's a winner. I hate that term, where you can get people who aren't that good, who who yeah. uh, who are okay, and still be in the business. Yeah. What's the kind of money that they these young kids are dealing with? What age group are we dealing with? What age group? Varies. It's, it's a wide, it's a wide range. It could be from young, or it could be from like twenties, thirties, even. What what age is young? What's the youngest you've had to deal with? And the youngest I've had to deal with, I think, was like a seventeen. Oh, 17. So it's not that young. Oh, so there's they, they, so it's not that age where I was thinking like eight years old or something. No. Like the, where the, you need to are. get signatures from the parents and all. There are, but it depends. That's more like. People that play Fortnite, there's some very good kids that play Fortnite, and they're and they're making a lot of money. Mm. But um, yeah, it just depends. Mm. Like, I'm more focused like the like the FIFA, Call of Duty, all types of games. But those are like my main my main types. Formula mm. One, mm. my main types of games. And kids of that young age don't really play it that much. Okay. So, money-wise, I know for vloggers, well, so I've interviewed marketing people who deal with influence. They do or branding. They say like it's two grand for a thirty-second advert commercial on someone's platform. What kind of thing would they be looking at with um, the gaming world? Well, like I said, um, for content creators, they have they have a community. They have like so. I'll look. I'll look for if I went to get like a client on on board onto my agency I'll look at their numbers their community what they average um, on like a twitch what their YouTube views are like 
their follow their their Twitter following, their, mm-hmm. their Instagram following, if they have a good following. Because at the end of the day, those are the things that you're gonna go to brands and say, Look, mm. this is this is a he's got mm. this much followers, that much da 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 mm. he oh, averages yeah. this amount of and that's what you'll go to a brand and be like, This is what we have mm-hmm. and if they're interested oh. they would so, so it makes your it makes your job easier. Yeah, I see so what you mean. For my for my thing is we have the clients and we just told the clients like you we've noticed you, you're doing well. Just keep doing what you're doing. If you need any help from us, we'll help you. But we don't want you to focus on, we don't want you to worry about businesses business um uh-huh. deals. That's stuff we all do. Like a boxer. Yeah. You don't so want to like boxer a boxer. Yeah, just like yeah. a football agent. The footballer yeah. just wants to play football really. Doesn't want to have to deal with Yeah. Marketing deals, brand deals, partnerships. He just wants to play football, so that's just what we that's just the same philosophy we have mm-hmm. at, at the agency. Okay, that's good. That's, that's, that's interesting. What, um, numbers-wise for, what's the average or starting numbers? I've been told by other brand people that like you need 20,000 views a month and you need, what is it, 20,000 views? Like for YouTube, 20,000 views a month and 1,000 subscribers. To even consider to start getting paid. Yeah, that's for you to get monetized on, oh, on the platform. Yeah. Uh, so, what are you looking at in sense of numbers or subscribers? Um, it's not. It's not. Sometimes we have like we have people that don't have a lot on the YouTube, mm-hmm. but they but they have a good following. They have mm-hmm. they have the average. They they might be more of, of a Twitch than a YouTube. So mm-hmm. they might stream and and they might pull in like. 100 150 people mm-hmm. every every day mm-hmm. it just depends on sometimes mm-hmm. it could come down to potential mm-hmm. of the person because mm-hmm. not just we just let you game we'll, we'll try and make opportunities for you not just mm. getting you brands and deals and mm-hmm. we'll try and make opportunities try and make connections network with other people You've been a great guest. What does the future hold for you, business-wise? Just wanna be bigger, be bigger, be better. Just wanna grow, innit? That's what progress. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. Um, you start something, it's going good. Just wanna see it progress and progress, and just see where it takes you, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for that. And remind people, where can they find you? You can find me at Forsake Esports or For Gamer's Sake. G4MER. And, yeah. Okay. We hope that episode enhanced your life. We post an interview every day as well as vlogging on our social media channel. Don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode.